1: Today's tip is an excerpt from the Driving Radio Show. Coachman David Saunders answers Glenn's bucket list of questions about getting horses and humans ready for a parade and the value of alerting security in advance. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products.
0: This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
2: The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. EquiJoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium-to-phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equajewal allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equajewal. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Today, I just thought we, you know, we have to ask about
0: getting ready for parades. When I've gone with Wendy with her horses to parades a couple of times, and everybody who listens to the show knows they haven't worked out well. So, um, and, and I'm not, that's not a secret. They all know it hasn't worked out well. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, getting ready for a parade is a whole different thing. And the problem with getting ready for a parade, whether you're driving one horse or two horses or four, is that you, you you can't get ten thousand people to line up along a parade
3: route for you to practice, so th- that's tough, right? I mean that's hard. Exactly. Well, parades are kind of uh, uh, people love to hate parades because it's a double edged sword. You 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 really want the attention, and, and and if the horses go well and everything goes well, it's wonderful. But if you're stuck behind a marching band or or, or stuck behind whatever a float that breaks down and your horses won't stand still then you can kind of get into all sorts of trouble so
0: um, well and i want to, to expand upon that it seems like every parade i've ever been in, you spend more time standing still than you do moving uh, exactly it's just start and stop start and stop start and stop and that's tough on the horses
3: Absolutely. Um, but having said that, um, most of the parades I've done have been royal parades, and this one is a Disney parade. So um, it's, it's kind of slightly different. Um, uh, the royal parades, as you know, don't stop. You just keep moving all the time, and you move at a certain pace because you have to be at certain places at certain times. Um, so there are differences in parades, but most of the parades I've been used to are, are parades that Obviously, having a great deal of people, but um, are, 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 you're, you're continually moving.
0: So now, how do you get them used to? You're out there at the farm, a glorious place with the horses, which is a beautiful, serene, quiet place. So, how do you get the horses used to that? You know, to that noise and the hubbub and the people waving flags and you know, bands and drums and everything that goes on at a parade.
3: Well, with these particular horses that uh, we bought in Spain, they'd all been to the ferriers, so they they were they were kind of used to uh, bands and they were used to uh, lots of people looking at them. Right. And this this particular breed of horse, the Spanish horse, really love people, so so it's not so much of a problem. But generally, what you need to do is uh, we called it in the Royal Muse sights and sounds. And uh, we would take them into the into the indoor arena first, and uh, and play loud music, and try to uh, wave flags, and uh, and try to just simulate what would happen during a parade. Now, were you did you
0: did you have them in hand at that point, or were you driving them when you started well, doing driving
3: that? Driving or riding, you okay. you generally need to be either. Having them hooked to a carriage or sitting on their backs, because that's the safest place to be, rather than than just leading them. Right. Um, but the more they can get used to, the, the, the better. But 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 the interesting thing with um, uh, with horses that 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 have come from the Royal Mews, for instance, uh, we were at Windsor Castle, which is as you know is out twenty five miles from London, and, and Windsor Great Park's a nice open park. And um, the head coachman would call me and said, oh, we're sending down a horse for you to try for for his Royal Highness to drive, blah, blah, blah. And I'd, and he'd say, oh, the horse is fine. It's it's used to double-decker buses and black cabs and the streets of London and all the rest of it. And And the horse was. But here's the problem is that when there's a lot of hubbub going on, the horse has so much data coming into its brain, it kind of can't disseminate it all. But then I'd get them to Windsor Castle, and it'd be dead quiet. And a cock pheasant would get out of the bushes, and the horses would be frightened to death. So you have to kind of use that logic to its to its conclusion. And funnily enough, the more noise you make, the better they are, the horses. It, it's kind of one of those weird things that the more distractions there are, it kind of keeps them more interested. Whereas if there's less distractions, they concentrate on that particular distraction if that makes sense
0: Mm -hmm. yeah because the you you know you you can't you you can't focus on any one thing necessarily
3: absolutely and there's so many things going and coming all the time but but we did in the royal muse we did try to get them used to it but of course you 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 can't it it's kind of like practicing i know a lot of your 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 listeners are pleasure driving people and uh combined driving people and you can practice that dressage all day long you can practice that marathon all day long at home but there's nothing quite like doing it at a show when you've got the it's not just the atmosphere of all those people it's the pressure that's on you as a driver and when you're when you're driving in a parade it's not like um there's an energy. It's an energy, energy that you
0: can't replicate. Absolutely. At
3: home. But 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 yes. it can either make you or break you. Now I'm one of those people that's always been a great competitor, and I, and and quite honestly, the more people cheer, the better I perform. Um and, and if if you're not like that, it, it it can affect the horses. So I just get more confident as I as as I draw the energy from the crowd. So for me, doing a parade is, I'm kind of in seventh heaven. So, so, so I kind of enjoy it, but you you still have to detach yourself a little bit from the roaring crowd because you have to make sure you're doing your job. You have to make sure you're watching horses and, and, and making sure you're picking the reins up correctly and making sure that uh, a Disney that we didn't drive and get the wheel trapped in the tram tracks and, and stuff like that. So there's an awful lot of things to listen to as well.
0: And of course, you know, when you're doing a parade, you want to have a groom or somebody with you that knows what the heck they're doing in case things do go south. Um so will you have somebody, do you know, will you have somebody you know with you that uh, in case something goes south that yes. you'll well, have a header that knows yeah, what they're doing?
3: Absolutely. We're yeah. going to have um there's going to be two expert horsemen in-character costumes from Disney, walking alongside in the parade. And then I'll have Michelle, who works with me here at Gloria. And actually, when we did the rehearsal the other day, Gloria's granddaughter, Amy, Elimi Golazzano, she came with us as well. And it, it's good to... That's, again, all part of the confidence thing. If something goes wrong, they're told just to watch me. Don't watch the crowd. Don't get carried away in, in the glory of anything. Just watch the horses and watch me. And uh, so you you have to be... Give this impression of enjoying, and you are enjoying the parade, but you're 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 watching what's going on uh, all the time. It's it's like the royal parades I did. If you had uh, politicians or dignitaries in your carriage, I mean, people could do anything—throw things at them, throw things at the horses, and stuff like that. So you, you've got to. Enjoy the parade and do the job of the parade. Stay not too close to the carriage in front of you, but not too far behind from it. Make sure you prepare for the turn so you don't go off the road. Um, all, all those sort of things, but you still have to enjoy the parade. But it's uh, y- you have to remember you're doing a job as well. So, how
0: long did it take you from from uh, you know with these horses? You know, how long should you spend doing the desensitization? You know, if somebody's looking at doing a parade. Uh, you know, do they spend, you know, is it, a, is it a six month process? Is it a year process?
3: Is it, uh, depend on the horse? The first rule of horses is there are no rules. So it's like saying, how long is a piece of string? Every horse's character is different, and every breed of horse is different. These Spanish horses, they actually love the crowd. And all these horses came from Spain, so they've been used to being in the bull ring. They've been used to being at the ferriers. They've been used to having lots of people around them. So for them, it wasn't so difficult. Um, but, it, you know, if you've got a, uh, something that's got more blood, a thoroughbred, then you need to spend more time desensitizing. I'll tell you a little story. Um His Royal Highness Prince Philip, I worked for him for 20 years. And uh, the Queen has two birthdays. She's one of those people that has two birthdays, the lucky woman. She has an official birthday and and her real birthday. And her official birthday is sometimes called the Trooping of the Colour. And the Queen would ride and review her troops, the foot guards, in Horse Guards Parade in London. And generally... The Queen, Her Majesty, would ride a, a horse that came from Canada, actually, a horse called uh, Burmese, a mare, a Canadian mare. And um His Royal Highness said to me one winter's day when we were out driving, he said, Oh, I always have to ride these police horses when I do this um trooping of the colour. I'd really like to ride one of my own horses. Which horse would be the best? And I said, Well, Solomon's the best, sir. He was a thoroughbred uh, Cleveland Bay Cross, gelding. And uh, he said, oh, well, I'm going to ride him for the Trooping of the Colour. This was probably February, and the Trooping of the Colors in June. So he said, I'm going to ride him. So I then had to prepare this horse. Well, of course, this horse had been in all sorts of parades with blinkers on. Now he's going to be ridden. Mm. So the first thing I had to do is approach him with a bear skin on. Do you know what a bear skin is?
0: Yeah, just a skin of a bear. No, no. If you
3: look, no. That what 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 the 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 British foot guards wear bearskins on the top of their heads. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Those okay.
3: big... The big plumy hats. Yeah, and, and that's to keep them all so they look bigger than they actually are. You know, it's kind of an optical illusion. It's to make the British men look taller than they actually are. If you if you're small, wear a big hat. Is the answer to that. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> now now you try to approach a horse with a bearskin on. And try to actually sit on a horse with a bearskin on. So that was the first task that I had to overcome was to get this horse used to a bearskin. And then the second thing is, is to mount the horse with a saber on because obviously, Mm. you know, being being an, an officer he's carrying a saber. Um so so I went through all that and we we played music and um, uh when they when they present the colours the queen's the, the colours of the battalion that's pre- presenting them to the, to the queen they 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 actually lower them in front of the queen as she's mounted. So I had a couple of my boys with with multicoloured flags and put them in front of the horse and wave them around the horse and um it was fascinating because the year before, someone had shot at the queen with a starting pistol, and Burmese had jumped, and and oh, there was big panic and all the rest of it. So, I said um, to my second in command, Brian Brian Stanley, I said, "I'm going to get a 22 uh, pistol with some blanks, and we're going to get this horse used to, because I don't want it to move if there's any 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 shots fired." So uh so I procured a 22 pistol and believe you me that's difficult in England and some blanks. So in the in the school I said to him just stand in the middle and I'll ride round and right, fire a shot off. Every time I nod you fire a shot. Bang bang. And in and in the end I was carrying the pistol and I was firing it between the horse's ears and the horse was fine. So then I had this brilliant idea, Glenn. I thought Brian go out into the home park, hide in the bushes. I'm going to come Down this particular lane I want you to hide in the bushes And I want you to come out And shoot that gun at me Okay Because I wanted to simulate Right Someone outside Not in the indoor arena Coming to shoot me Well Really, it was not a great plan because I'd forgot to tell all the security. Luckily, the Queen wasn't in residence, but uh, I'd forgot to tell all the security men. So Brian goes out there in the Land Rover, jumps in the bushes. I come riding by. He jumps out, bang, bang, bang. Within seconds, they've wrestled poor Brian to the ground, (laughs) got handcuffs on him, got all sorts of things on him. And I'm trying to say, no, 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 he's with me. We're practicing. We're practicing. (laughs) And of course, then I got told off by the, the police. Well, you should have told us you were going to do this. I said, "Well, it just came to me, you know." <laughs> and you know the way I am, Glenn. I kind of, you know, fly mm-hmm. by the seat of my pants. So it was kind of one of those things. But but the point I'm trying to illustrate is that, and the horse never moved, by the way. Um, but but you, you you can just do what you can to uh, assimilate what's going to happen. At the parade, but of course you can never do everything. So always, always be prepared. Um, There's lots of other things you can do. You can block the horse's uh, ears up, you know, with some cotton wool or some plugs or something like that. Um, But but I find the more that and you can close their blinkers in and all the rest of it. But but I found generally, and remember, there are no rules. The, the more they can hear, the more they can see, the more they can smell, the, the better it is for them. So th- there's. And no... then
0: you're, you do voice commands a lot with your horses. So can they hear? I, I'm amazed that they can hear over the crowd, which can get pretty loud sometimes. Um, but they can. I mean, they pick Absol- you out. And, yeah. Absolutely.
3: I, I, and you, I saw you posted the other day on Facebook. Uh, some pictures of Prince Philip driving that eight-horse hitch of Budweiser. Yeah, which you had talked about in the last show. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And P- Prince Philip was amazed because he said, well, how do I tell him to walk on this? So I'm bloody far away. <laughs> and the guy just said, just kiss. And he, j- Prince Philip said, I just went, and the f- they just all moved off because that you're part of a team. And the horses are bonded with you as a driver. And no matter what else is going on, you're part of the team and you have to impose your, your will, your character on them. And that's something that's difficult to teach people, of course. But, um, you must always, always be in control of your horses, whether it's uh, mentally, physically, uh, by voice control or whatever. But you, you, you've always got to keep in control of your horses. And of course, the more you work with the horses, the better they get at it.
1: There you have it. For links to our today's guests, topics, and products, go to horsetipdaily.com. You can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free app for iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network to do, do it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. And this podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you.